Hi everyone and welcome to the Pyramid Podcast. I'm James Prescott, your host. It's really great to be with you all today. I'm really delighted to welcome um, Rebecca Lombardo to the podcast today. Um, Rebecca is a um, she's a writer, a blogger, an author and a podcaster. She talks a lot about um, mental health issues. Um, big advocate for her mental health issues and we're going to we're going to hear our story today so welcome Rebecca to the podcast thank you for having me very much I'm glad to be here yeah so um yeah I'm, I'm really excited I'm really excited for, uh, for you to share your story it's going to be uh, going to be great so yeah just tell us a bit of, just just tell us your story because it, it's a really powerful story um just kind of where things all began for you well, uh, truthfully, it began at the age of 19 when I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I'm 44 now, so you can imagine that there's been many, many years of ups and downs and all over the place. Um, and, you know, I, I struggled on you know, I did well on some medications, and then they would stop working, and then I would struggle again, and eventually uh, began practicing self-injury and um, having suicidal ideations. And, you know, all throughout my 20s, uh, self-injury was a big part of my life. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to after some abusive relationships, fortunate enough to meet my, who would be my, my husband. Um, mm. we didn't know that at the time, of course, uh, actually we didn't quite work out at the beginning and then we gave it another go. And, uh, May 18th of 2001, we started dating officially and August 3rd of 2001, we were married. So, yeah. you know, it's true what they, when they say, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, this August will be 16 years for us. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I spent a lot of difficult years. Uh, 2008 was very, very hard on me. Um, my mom was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2007. She passed January of 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, 2012, my one of my brothers passed actually on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. just this... This past May 10th, my father passed away. Mm. So um, it's it's mm. been a struggle. And in 2013, I'm oh, I'll be honest with you, I'm not very good at processing grief, and um, it's always been a struggle for me when I've lost someone to get past it. And 2013, I was still really struggling with all of that, and I attempted suicide, and I was put on suicide watch at the hospital, and then uh, the the state that I live in committed me uh, to a terrible, terrible facility, and when I came out, I'd, I'd always wanted to be a writer, and when I came out, I decided to try writing a blog uh, so that I could sort of purge some of the memories and I wouldn't have to keep reliving them over and over again. And uh, when it became, you know, when I made it public and it became popular, I, you know, sort of 
went from there. I kept writing and I kept writing and I kept writing and it was wonderful. And I, you know, ideas were flowing like crazy. And mm. I, it occurs, occurred to me, well, I wonder if anyone's ever turned one of these into a book. And I Googled it and sure enough, they had. So that brought us to the process of finding someone to publish it. And eventually it was published. And um, we actually just released a updated version of the book um it's called it's not your journey and um you know it's available on amazon and tells this the story of the two years of up to leading up to my suicide attempt and my recovery after and um Mm. I guess that's about it so i'm i'm bipolar i have borderline personality disorder um this month I have four years of recovery from self-injury. Um, I have P- PCSD, anxiety, panic, uh, the whole, runs the whole gambit. <laughs> yeah, true. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow, I feel like we've just, I feel like we've just scratched the surface there. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, I, Wow, uh, there's not much you can say after a story mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I I have lost a parent. Um, I've I've definitely struggled with um, severe anxiety and um, low, very low moods, um, all that kind of thing. But nothing like um, uh, nothing like what you've been through and. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there's a load of questions we could ask. I mean, the first thing I think is how did how do you well how how do your conditions affect your everyday life? I mean, what what is it that um, how do you what coping mechanisms? What kind of um, things do you have in place to help you um, manage those those things that you have to live with? Well, I'll be a hundred percent honest with you right now, and I'll tell you that. I feel a little bit now like I'm not really living my life, like I'm just sort of existing. Um, Whatever coping mechanisms I had or whatever I was utilizing to get me up and at them and, you know, start my day, they failed me, (laughs) you know, and that's part of it. And, And part of it, too, is that I haven't been taking proper care of myself. I had found, um, you know, a certain, I can't have gluten, and I had started eating, uh, you know, raw fruits and vegetables and juicing and and doing a yoga program and things like that, and those, Mm. you know, really, really started to help me, you know, get up and at it every day, and um, I fell into a deep, deep depression, and sort of just let all those things go and now I'm struggling to get back to those points and um, I just because the grief over the loss of my father is so intense uh, Mm. that it's now become not just grief for the loss of my father it's grief for the loss of the fact that I, I I I don't have a mother either. It's it's almost like even mm-hmm. at, at this age, you stop for a minute and you feel like, my God, am I an orphan? I, I don't have parents anymore. You know, and they were, 
you know, so important to me in my life. And you start to grieve over the loss of the person who's been gone for a long time again all over. So I decided Mm -hmm. to start talk therapy, which I have generally always been against personally just for me because I've never had a good experience with it. And um, we just went this past Saturday, and uh, she's great. I like her a lot. And I think that we will probably be able to get some good work done through that. But um, as far as other coping skills, um, I am grateful every single day that I have an understanding husband because there are days when I just call or text him and I'll say, it's not happening today. I, I can't. I can't even get out of bed. And he he says, do what you need to do, you know, and is there anything I can help make help help you with mm-hmm. to make it better? And um, you know, I I'll I read, I, I watch lots of movies, I I color actually. Um, you know, obviously I write like crazy, I write all the time. I'm even um, back into writing poetry now. And um, I have, we have cats, we have five cats. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're kind of very important to my well-being because they sense, especially two of them sense when, when something isn't right with me and um, mm-hmm. they will not leave my side. So... You know, every day it's something different. You know, the thing that worked on Tuesday may not work on Thursday. So it's it's just it's a constant battle to find the balance that you need in your life. Mm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's that's really really honest. Um, it's actually quite. Um, in many ways, it's kind of a relief to hear somebody who. He's not acting like they've got it all together, you know, because with these kind of things, there's never a simple answer, is there? There's never a, like a five-step solution with what, which works for everybody. Uh, exactly. You know, there's there's things that you can read up on, and, and, you know, they'll say, play your favorite song or light your favorite candle, take a bubble bath, take a walk. You know, those are sort of the old standards, and, and the old standards don't cut it for me, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so I've always, if anybody's ever asked me that question, I've always said, make a list of the things that you enjoy doing and keep it nearby. And if you're able to do any of them, you know, maybe number five will work for you that day. Um, you know, maybe number eight will work for you the next day and just kind of keep it nearby so that when you start to feel yourself drifting, that you have some sort of, you know, life vest <laughs> sort of in a way to to hold on to so mm-hmm. you know exactly what to do when you're in that situation. And another thing that I've had a lot of people talk to me about DBT therapy and, um, I did actually try DBT therapy in a group setting, and wow. I'll be completely honest with you, I hated it, couldn't stand it. 
Um, however, I did find out recently that there are books on Amazon and other places where you can find DBT books where you can just teach yourself. So I ordered a couple of those, and over the next few weeks, I'm hoping that I can start getting into that and maybe find some of this this mindfulness that everyone's talking about. Maybe I can sort of get into that a little bit. Mm, yeah, I've definitely found that those things have been useful. I've, um, mindfulness and meditation and um, breathing exercises, it does kind of allow you to release thoughts out of yourself um, uh-huh. and let them go um, just acknowledge them and, and let them go um, you know I mean I've had for my anxiety and you know I've had um, mindset coaching and I've done meditations and stuff and they have made a difference for sure um, and obviously it's different for everybody but um, that's certainly what's worked for me um, I'm interested because it, in the creative the, the creative side because I someone who's had anxiety and you know um, that kind of thing I found that writing and creating things was a real um, therapeutic thing for me um, it was something that really got what was inside out um, uh-huh. including things that I didn't even know were in there and um, I've always found it quite healing. I just, I'm just interested to, to hear how writing and creating has has been beneficial, or how it's impacted you and your, you know, uh, and your journey and your and your experiences with with mental health. Well, like I said, I've always sort of used it since I started it up again. I've I've used it as sort of a way to release whatever. I was struggling with or, or, you know, like just recently, yesterday, I believe it was, I wrote, you know, my blog on dealing with grieving while bipolar, you know, and, and mm. speaking about losing my dad when I was already going through a depressive episode. And, um, you know, I won't say that it's a cure, <laughs> You know, it's no. very rare that we find a find yeah. a cure in this in this uh, field, but it does help a great deal. Like just putting everything out on paper, crying it out while you're writing, whatever you need to do, and just typing it out, and then you, you hit publish, and it sort of gives you a feeling of release in a sense. Um, that now you've, you've put your feelings down and you can sort of let them go a little bit, um, you know, at least for that moment. Mm. And they may come back, which I find to be the case for me quite frequently, but at least for that moment, I felt a sense of, of accomplishment and release and that I've told my story and other people will be reading it and saying hey you know I felt that way too so mm. that's kind of how I use my writing I, I don't the poetry actually is more uh, of a powerful thing for me that the poetry is is almost always 
describing some type of pain or uh, some type of issue I've got going on. And um, that the, the, the blog, I, tr- I always try to end on a positive note and give people some sort of hope at the end of it. But the, the poetry is just real, raw emotions spilled out onto the page that, you know, I, I don't hold anything back. So um, both of those things are, are of vital importance to me. Um, I, I would really be lost without them. And, of course, you know, I know this isn't creativity, but just being able to have a husband who is so understanding and so there for me that I can talk to him literally about anything um, really, really makes life so much easier for me. And, you know, even though he works all day, when he comes home at night, it doesn't matter how tired he is. If, if I have had a bad day, he wants to help me figure it out. Mm. And, um, that's, I'm very grateful and I'm blessed and, um, I wish everyone could find that. Yeah, absolutely. You can't, I don't think you can beat the power of community, can you? I mean, I, whether it's a partner or it's an online community or a church or whatever it is, um, there is so much power in someone who says, me too, you know, mm-hmm. um, or someone who's just going to be there whenever you need them, you know, no matter right. what, you know, um, whatever, you know, you can say, like you say, you can say anything to them and they'll be there, you know, and they'll understand mm-hmm. and they'll love you and support you. That's so, so important. You know, um, and it's easy to forget that as well. I think, you know, we, when I've had, when I've been really overwhelmed and been really low and, and full of anxiety and insomnia and, you know, wanted to escape, just escape, um, it's reaching out to people that's been helpful. You know, I mean, um, and I know that it can get very, very lonely because I'm not married and, uh, I'm single, and um, so when I have those dark nights of the soul, it's, 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 it, it, you know, it's a lot. I, I get that that kind of despair mm-hmm. that not having that gives us, you know. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is it is really great that you've got such a great husband, um, for sure. Um, so, uh, tell us a bit about. Um, your podcast as well um because i know you do a um a podcast don't you um so tell, tell us a bit about that sure it's called uh voices for change 2.0 uh this is this particular incarnation is called 2.0 because we were with a previous um uh, producer and it didn't work out so we moved on to a new um i can't for some reason I, the the word is is escaping me right now but we we moved on to another production company and um they're called left of straight radio they're an lgbtq um podcasting format and uh we are considered allies, and we love that. We we are honored to be a part of it. And um, Scott, our producer, is just a fantastic guy. So 
uh, we decided that, you know, when we took the show with us, we decided to keep the name so that people could still remember, because we had some wonderful guests on the first season, and um, the second season we've had, you know, some fantastic guests as well, and so we decided just to turn it into 2.0, and so people could still relate back to the other episodes, but um, essentially what it is, is obviously I've got bipolar disorder and my husband does not, so... It presents our perspective in, you know, my perspective as the one with the with the illness and his perspective as the one without an illness. And we like to have guests on that uh, have, have overcome obstacles or are, you know, starting a, a foundation or a website or have written a book or, you know, a charity, you know, anything mental health related. And even a couple of things here and there that weren't strictly mental health related, but could be, you know, if you really thought hard enough, could be related back to mental health. <laughs> like yeah. we had, you know, the, the former, um, WWE superstar Diamond Dallas Page on the show and um, he does he has a program called DDP Yoga and we had him come on the show to talk about that and about wrestling and everything because we're both big wrestling fans and um, you know we brought him on to talk a little bit about how physical health relates back to mental health Mm. so we, we always try to, you know, circle back around to the mental health aspect of it. And um, it's been great, you know, with our new producer, we, we enjoy it. You know, we got to get up early on Saturday mornings. That's the only downside. Well, I guess it's not early for most people. For me, it's early. I'm not a morning person, <laughs> but it's at 11 a.m. Eastern time here in the, in the States. And, um, you know, we, we really enjoy doing it. And, and right now we're booked until September. I'm just getting now to start needing to book in September because people are really um, wanting to get on the show. So, yeah. Yeah, it sounds a really, really, really amazing show. Amazing yeah, we're, we're, we're very excited about it. And all the all the episodes. If if you go to our website, um, www.voices slash actually I'm sorry dash for dash change dot net. There's a whole slew of different ways that you can listen to archived episodes, and um, you can listen to the most current ones as well. And um, you know it's. It's been a lot of fun. We've had some some really great guests, and uh, you know, we really we're looking forward to the to the rest of the summer and all the amazing guests we've got lined up. Fantastic. And how has that been, kind of, for your own kind of process, for your own um, working through your you know, your conditions and and stuff? Um, how, how's that been talking to other people? Um, have been uh, positives and negatives because it's hard to it's hard to explain. But there's I'm an empath, 
and I will pick up on people's negative um, feelings, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes I will struggle with that. Um, sometimes I will struggle with not necessarily agreeing with the line of thinking that the guest has. And that's not what the show is about. It's not about me arguing with the guest about whether or not I think they're right. It's, it's an exchange of information. And, you know, if, if it's something that, excuse me, pardon me, that perhaps I don't agree with, um, I may make like a slight remark, but I'm not, I'm certainly not going to start some kind of an all out war of words over it. Um, there's been a couple of guests that, that I've had, um, difficulty with, with the topics that I wasn't quite sure I was going to have difficulty with until it actually started. Um, but all in all, it's been all positive. Um, you know, it's, that's a good question because I'm, I'm trying to, I have so many guests flooding through my head right now of all the different folks that we've Mm. talked to. And, and, um, there've been a lot of really, really, really positive, positive, um, at interactions and things that I've learned that I had no idea and resources that I have, have been brought to my attention that I didn't know were available. And, you know, it's, it's been great. It really has. I mean, despite the couple of little hiccups here and there, um, it, everything has been a fantastic experience. Mm. That sounds really great. Sounds really, really great. Um, and again, it's the kind of the, it's the creativity again, isn't it? It's kind of making something new and talking about these issues, talking about your experiences and hearing other people's stories and engaging with them and, and realising you're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a really good, positive thing for our yes, growth. Yes, absolutely. And for our healing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm really picking that up. And it sounds. I mean, when I, I, I noticed when you were talking about, firstly about your writing and, and your book, and also in about your podcast about how much more energy you had. Um, it seems to me they're really positive things in your life that, that are making a difference to you. Am I wrong or? No, no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, there's there's some weeks when I'm I'm really struggling, but I know I've got this podcast that I've got to work on, and I've you know it's sort of a it's sort of the kick in the butt that I need to get up and and get working on things. You know, I have to do a a pre-interview with the guests to find out exactly what it is they want to talk about. So I've got to make myself you know, presentable for that. (laughs) And, uh, then I write all the questions for the show and then, you know, we get up and we like to say that there's, there's on air us and off air us. And, um, Mm -hmm. off air us is basically passed out on our beds the minute the show is over with. And, um, on air us is very, very enthusiastic and positive and happy and, you know, 
<laughs> it's kind of funny. It's it's not it's it's not like I'm I don't know. It's 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 a strange strange dynamic, but it does give me something to focus my energy on when I'm feeling really down and um I enjoy that fact and you know I know that my husband is relieved that he can you know go to work every day and I've got something that I can focus my energy on um and that he so he doesn't have to worry about me quite so much all day every Mm. day sure so um, what kind of what lessons have you learned that you would what are the really core things that you've learned on your journey that you would you, the encouragements, the signs of hope, the words of wisdom that you'd want to pass on to people who are on the same journey as you or where you've been? Well, I would have to say the first mistake I made when way back at 19 was that I thought that, okay, I'm going to go in here and they're going to give me a pill and I'm going to take it and I'm going to be fine. And that's the first mistake that I made and was devastated to find out that that wasn't the case. That it's not, you can't rely on the medication to fix things for you. You have to, um, what I like to say is do the work. And people are often asking me, what is the work? And the work is whatever you need it to be, whether you need to, you know, learn how to focus your energies elsewhere so that you're not self-harming, whether you need to learn how to practice grounding exercises if you're having a panic attack, um, you know, whether you need talk therapy, whether you need talk therapy more than once a week, you know, whether you need a, a chat room or, you know, um, DBT therapy, it's, it's any of those things are the work that you need to do to help find yourself a way out from under what you're dealing with. And, um, like I said, the work is whatever you need it to be at that time. And you cannot just pop a pill and say, I'm going to be all better now. And at the same time, you can't, if you're not getting better, you can't just blame the medication either. Mm. You know, there's, there's so much, there are so many resources out there now. Um, despite the stigma that we're all dealing with, there are still resources out there. And if you can't afford or you don't have mental health coverage, um, I don't know how this works in the UK, but in America, you can generally go through the county of which you live in, which is what I did for several years Mm. uh, before my husband got mental health coverage with his job. And, um, you know, there's always something that you can do to improve your circumstances if you're just willing to just take that first step. And, Mm. you know, even if it's like what I do with writing or, you know, whatever, just take the first step is my best advice to you. If, if you, one day you wake up in the morning and you say, 
I can't get out of bed. I can't get out of bed. Get up. Anyway, make the bed. Then you look at it and you go, I can't get back into that. I did all that work and it looks so pretty. I'm just going to leave it alone. And then you take the next steps and maybe you can go vacuum the house or start the laundry. And if that exhausts you, then you're, then you can be proud of yourself. You can pat yourself on the back and say, I did this today and you know, good on me. (laughs) So it's, it's it's yeah. just it's a taking taking it a step at a time and finding what works best for you is um, what I would I would definitely suggest. Great, that's really great. That's re- I'm sure a lot of people will find that really really helpful, um, especially coming from somebody who's really been there and is still there sometimes. I suspect you know. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say actually. Um, Having lost a parent, I've, I've got so much um, respect for you coming on and doing this interview. Just you know, only a few weeks after you lost um, a parent, you know, and um, the grief that you know that you must have been going through, and um, that's a really amazing thing. Um, yeah, thank you. I, it's. Right now I'm at this this point in, in the grieving process where if I don't put too much thought into him or our memories or what have you, I, I can be relatively stable. But the minute I start to talk too much about him or think too much about him or think, hey, I need to call, oh, I can't call him, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. that's when it gets real bad for me. So I try to keep everything light as far as, as he's concerned until I'm ready to let those emotions out and kind of process them. Yeah. Well, thank you anyway for uh, for coming on and um, for sharing your story and being so honest. Um, I feel well, thank really, you for having me. Yeah, I'd love to have you back again sometime and, and talk about all this a lot more. It'd be really great. Um, Absolutely. And one thing I'd like to mention, actually, because we're all talking about mental health, um, is uh, um, something that I'm trying, a project that I'm just starting up right now uh, called Anxious Writers. Um, It's a um, community online for people either with anxiety who are writers or, um, or who have anxiety about writing or creativity because um, I've found going online that there's a lot of people out there who have major anxieties around their work but also people who have anxiety who are trying to write and as someone who's had anxiety myself I just felt that it was so important to have a community where people could just share honestly and not feel alone um, um, and that's a Facebook community that I've just started. It's going to be a website at some point too. Um, and judging from what you said about your creative journey and um, how that's impacted your journey and your mental health, um, I think that's a really... I'm really encouraged, actually, that that could be a really good thing. So... Um, Absolutely. You'll have to send me the information for that. I, I know that 
that there's been a hashtag on Twitter, but I didn't know that there was a Facebook group. So they'll have oh, to I send me the information for that because I would yeah. like to participate. I started the hashtag, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, really to just to get people together because I think it's really, really important that we talk about these things. Um, and I'm only mentioning it here because we're talking about the subject of mental health. Um, and I think, yeah, it's kind of relevant. But... Um, yeah, so thank you. And uh, and so how can people can how can people connect with you and get your book and everything? The easiest thing for me to give out because there's I have so many. I'm on every possible <laughs> social media network and I have three accounts on it each. It's it's all kind of crazy. So the the easiest way to find me is from my website which is www. Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, and then Lombardo, L-O-M-B-A-R-D-O.com. And that has all of, on the contact page, that has all of my social media. I mean, you can find my blog, my Twitter, my Facebook, everything on there. And there's links on there to buy my book, but um, Amazon.com has it. That's the best place, and the book, again, is called It's Not Your Journey, and um, I hope you'll check it out, because um, I think it's it was raw, and it was real, and it was honest, and it's exactly what happened to me, and how I made it out in one piece, and um, I do think that you know, I've got 109 reviews on there now, and I think only like four of them were three stars. The All the others were four and five stars, and I think mm. that it is something that is helping people. And um, I know this because of the people that have contacted me after reading it and telling me, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, you know, I've been through all of that, too. So, um you know, I hope you'll check it out. And just as a side note, uh, Saturday, July 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to have a live Q&A session on Periscope through Twitter. So uh, if you feel like coming on and uh, asking me some questions, that would be great. Sorry for that little plug there, James. But uh. Uh, no problem, no problem at all. Yeah. Um, what, what's podcast for if not plugging your own work, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you. It's been so good to talk to you, and I'm really encouraged. And uh, and yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely, and thanks for having me. Ah, oh, you're absolutely welcome. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for this week, everyone. Thank you for listening and um, take care and we'll talk soon.